Welcome to the Daily Bible Read 2023. This podcast is based on copyrighted materials assembled and owned by Ben Phillips of Teach Faith at Home, the link to which is provided in the show notes. Permission has been granted for the use of these materials in the production of this podcast. My name is Steve Hafner of The Public Reader. Let's begin today's Bible read. For orientation purposes, here is some metadata about today's episode. This is episode 112 of 313 planned episodes for the Daily Bible Read 2023. The scheduled date for this daily read is Thursday, May the 11th. We are on day 4 of week 19 of the reading plan and have reached the 131st day of 2023, which means there are 234 days remaining in the year. May the Lord guide our steps on each of these days. At the conclusion of today's episodes, we will have completed 35.90% of the reading plan. For today's read, we will again perform a bit of a Bible drill as described in a previous episode. We will start in 2 Samuel for chapters 11 and 12 and go to 1 Chronicles for chapter 20 and then read Psalm 30. For the uninitiated, a Bible drill is a game that you can play in a small group setting, Sunday school, that type of thing, where a leader of the group will lay out a book, chapter, and verse, and the first person to reach that wins the round. So, let's grab that water, tea, or coffee, or an alternative beverage of choice, For today, I've got a sweet tea prepared by the loving hands of my bride and a Topo Chico. Also have some salty snacks in the form of some uh, nuts. But if you are driving, buckle up and let's have some fun as we think our way through the Bible in 2023. As a reminder, we are performing a chronological read of the Bible, reading through the events of the Bible in the order that they occurred. But... Before we start, let's pray together. Our Father in heaven, thank you for your written word. Thank you for this opportunity to be still, be silent, and listen to your will that was given so many years ago, but is still relevant today, still sets a pattern of behavior which pleases you. Please let us have a heart for you. Please protect us from sin. Put a hedge of protection around each individual listening to this podcast, God. Provide for them their needs and even some of their wants. We love you, Jesus. Thank you so much. In your name, amen. 2 Samuel chapter 11, David and Bathsheba. In the spring of the year, the time when kings go out to battle, David sent Joab and his servants with him, and all Israel, and they ravaged the Ammonites and besieged Rabbah. But David remained at Jerusalem. In general, I've told you I'm not going to provide any teaching or or anything. But here's a thought. From this point on, David has struggles in his life because of the decision he made. And was that decision the one to pursue Bathsheba? Or was it in the section we just read? In the springtime, when kings go out to battle, David sent Joab. Where was David supposed to be? What was David supposed to be doing? 
when we don't adhere to God's plan, that's when opportunity knocks for the devil. Just keep that in mind. All right. One of the few times I will say anything uh, educational. Uh, I, I really would prefer that uh, not to do this, but that is such a pivotal thought that God has given me over the years. Be where you're supposed to be, doing the things you're supposed to be doing, and your life will be easy. All right, here we go. It happened late one afternoon when David arose from his couch and was walking on the roof of the king's house that he saw from the roof a woman bathing, and the woman was very beautiful. And David sent and inquired about the woman, and one said, Is not this Bathsheba the daughter of Eliam, the wife of Uriah the Hittite? So David sent messengers and took her, and she came to him, and he lay with her. Now she had been purifying herself from her uncleanliness. Then she returned to her house, and the woman conceived, and she sent and told David, I am pregnant. So David sent word to Joab, Send me Uriah the Hittite. And Joab sent Uriah to David. When Uriah came to him, David asked how Joab was doing, and how the people were doing, and how the war was going. Then David said to Uriah, Go down to your house and wash your feet. And Uriah went out of the king's house, and there followed him a present from the king. But Uriah slept at the door of the king's house with all the servants of his lord, and did not go down to his house. When they told David Uriah did not go down to his house, David said to Uriah, Have you not come from a journey? Why did you not go down to your house? Uriah said to David, The ark and Israel and Judah dwell in booths, and my lord Joab and the servants of my lord are camping in the open field. Shall I then go to my house to eat and to drink and to lie with my wife? As you live and as your soul lives, I will not do this thing. Then David said to Uriah, Remain here today also, and tomorrow I will send you back. So Uriah remained in Jerusalem that day and the next. And David invited him, and he ate in his presence and drank, so that he made him drunk. And in the evening he went out to lie on his couch with the servants of his lord, but he did not go down to his house. In the morning David wrote a letter to Joab and sent it by the hand of Uriah. In the letter he wrote, Set Uriah in the forefront of the hardest fighting, and then draw back from him that he may be struck down and die. And as Joab was besieging the city, he assigned Uriah to the place where he knew there were valiant men. And the men of the city came out and fought with Joab, and some of the servants of David among the people fell. Uriah the Hittite also died. Then Joab sent and told David all the news about the fighting, and he instructed the messenger, When you have finished telling all the news about the fighting to the king, then if the king's anger rises, and if he says to you, Why did you go so near to the city to fight? Did you not know they would shoot from the wall? Who killed Abimelech, the son of Jerubusheth? Did not a woman cast an upper millstone on him from the wall, so that he died at Thebes? Why did you go so near the wall? Then you shall say, Your servant Uriah the Hittite is dead also. So the messenger came and told David all that Joab had sent to tell. The messenger said to David, The men gained an advantage over us and came out against us in the field, but we drove them back to the entrance of the gate. 
Then the archers shot at your servants from the wall. Some of the king's servants are also dead, and your servant Uriah the Hittite is also dead. David said to the messenger, Thus shall you say to Joab, Do not let this matter displease you, for the sword devours now one and now another. Strengthen your attack against the city and overthrow it, and encourage him. When the wife of Uriah heard that Uriah her husband was dead, she lamented over her husband. And when the morning was over, David sent and brought her to his house, and she became his wife and bore him a son. But the thing that David had done displeased the Lord. Second Samuel chapter 12, Nathan rebukes David, and the Lord sent Nathan to David. He came to him and said to him, There were two men in a certain city, the one rich, the other poor. The rich man had very many flocks and herds, but the poor man had nothing but one little ewe lamb, which he had bought, and he brought it up, and it grew up with him and with his children. It used to eat of his morsel and drink from his cup and lie in his arms, and it was like a daughter to him. Now there came a traveler to the rich man, and he was unwilling to take one of his own flock or herd to prepare for the guest who had come to him. But he took the poor man's lamb and prepared it for the man who had come to him. Then David's anger was greatly kindled against the man, and he said to Nathan, As the Lord lives, the man who has done this deserves to die, and he shall restore the lamb fourfold, because he did this thing and because he had no pity. Nathan said to David, You are the man. Thus says the Lord of God of Israel, I anointed you king over Israel, and I delivered you out of the hand of Saul. I gave you your master's house and your master's wives into your arms, and gave you the house of Israel and of Judah. And if this were too little, I would add to you as much more. Why have you despised the word of the Lord to do what is evil in his sight? You have struck down Uriah the Hittite with the sword, and have taken his wife to be your wife, and have killed him with the sword of the Ammonites. Now therefore, the sword shall never depart from your house." Because you have despised me and have taken the wife of Uriah the Hittite to be your wife, thus says the Lord, Behold, I will raise up evil against you out of your own house, and I will take your wives before your eyes and give them to your neighbor, and he shall lie with your wives in the sight of the sun. For you did it secretly, but I will do this thing before all Israel and before the sun. David said to Nathan, I have sinned against the Lord. And Nathan said to David, The Lord also has put away your sin. You shall not die. Nevertheless, by this deed you have utterly scorned the Lord. The child who is born to you shall die. Then Nathan went to his house. David's child dies. And the Lord afflicted the child that Uriah's wife bore to David. And he became sick. David therefore sought God on behalf of the child. And David fasted and went in and lay all night on the ground. And the elders of his house stood beside him to raise him up from the ground. But he would not, nor did he eat food with them. On the seventh day the child died. And the servants of David were afraid to tell him that the child was dead. For they said, Behold, while the child was yet alive, we spoke to him. And he did not listen to us. How then can we say to him, The child is dead? He may do himself some harm. But when David saw that his servants were whispering together, David understood that the child was dead. And David said to his servant, Is the child dead? They said, He is dead. Then David arose from the earth and washed and anointed himself and changed his clothes. 
and he went into the house of the Lord and worshipped. He then went to his own house, and when he asked, they set food before him, and he ate. Then his servants said to him, What is this thing that you have done? You fasted and wept for the child while he was alive, but when the child died, you arose and ate food. He said, While the child was alive, I fasted and wept. For I said, Who knows whether the Lord will be gracious to me that the child may live? But now he is dead. Why should I fast? Can I bring him back again? I shall go to him, but he will not return to me. Solomon's Birth Then David comforted his wife Bathsheba and went into her and lay with her. And she bore a son, and he called his name Solomon. And the Lord loved him and sent a message by Nathan the prophet. So he called his name Jedidiah because of the Lord. Rabbah is captured. Now Joab fought against Rabbah of the Ammonites and took the royal city. And Joab sent messengers to David and said, I have fought against Rabbah. Moreover, I have taken the city of waters. Now then, gather the rest of the people together and encamp against this city and take it, lest I take the city and it be called by my name. So David gathered all the people together and went to Rabbah and fought against it and took it. And he took the crown of their king from his head. The weight of it was a talent of gold, and in it was a precious stone. And it was placed on David's head, and he brought out the spoil of the city a very great amount. And he brought out the people who were in it and set them to labor, with saws and iron picks and iron axes, and made them toil at the brick's kiln. And thus he did to all the cities of the Ammonites. Then David and all of the people returned to Jerusalem. First Chronicles chapter 20, the capture of Rabbah. In the spring of the year, the time when kings go out to battle, Joab led out the army and ravaged the country of the Ammonites and came and besieged Rabbah. But David remained at Jerusalem, and Joab struck down Rabbah and overthrew it. And David took the crown of their king from his head. He found that it weighed a talent of gold, and in it was a precious stone. And it was placed on David's head. And he brought out the spoil of the city a very great amount. And he brought out the people who were in it, and set them to labor with saws and irons and picks and axes. And thus David did to all the cities of the Ammonites. Then David and all the people returned to Jerusalem. Philistine giants killed. And after this there arose war with the Philistines at Gezer. Then Sabagai the Hushtite struck down Saipai, who was one of the descendants of the giants, and the Philistines were subdued. And there was again war with the Philistines, and Elhanan, the son of Jair, struck down Lamai, the brother of Goliath the Gittite, the shaft of whose spear was like a weaver's beam. And there was again war at Gath, where there was a man of great stature, who had six fingers on each hand, and six toes on each foot, twenty-four in number. And he was also descended from the giants. And when he taunted Israel, Jonathan the son of Shimea, David's brother, struck him down. These were descended from the giants in Gath. And they fell by the hand of David and by the hands of his servants. Psalm chapter 32, Blessed are the forgiven. A masculine of David. Blessed is the one whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man against whom the Lord counts no iniquity, 
and in whose spirit there is no deceit. For when I kept silent, my bones wasted away through my groaning all day long. For day and night your hand was heavy upon me. My strength was dried up as by the heat of summer. Selah. I acknowledged my sin to you, and I did not cover my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord, and you forgave the iniquity of my sin. Selah. Therefore, let everyone who is godly offer prayer to you at a time when you may be found. Surely in the rush of great waters, they shall not reach him. You are a hiding place for me. You preserve me from trouble. You surround me with shouts of deliverance. Selah. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my eye upon you. Be not like a horse or a mule without understanding which must be curbed with bit and bridle, or it will not stay near you. Many are the sorrows of the wicked, but steadfast love surrounds the one who trusts in the Lord. Be glad in the Lord and rejoice, O righteous, and shout for joy, all you upright in heart. The memory verse challenge for this month is 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verses 10-11. through 11. To the married I give this charge, not I, but the Lord. The wife should not separate from her husband, but if she does, she should remain unmarried or else be reconciled to her husband. And the husband should not divorce his wife. 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verses 10 and 11. Well, that wraps up episode 112. I pray that your day, week, month, year, and life be full of blessings, my friend. And I thank God and you for supporting this podcast. May God's word continue to be heard and heeded until his return. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Daily Bible Read 2023. The Daily Bible Read 2023 podcast is based on copyrighted materials assembled and owned by Ben Phillips of Teach Faith at Home, the link to which is provided in the show notes. Permission has been granted for the use of these materials in the production of this podcast. The Daily Bible Read 2023 podcast itself is independently produced by the public reader and is voiced by Steve Hafner. It is provided as a service without cost. It is intended to provide listeners with the opportunity to familiarize themselves with the Bible and its teachings. The English Standard Version is the source of each daily reading. You are encouraged to use this podcast to supplement your daily reading and quiet time and is not intended to be a replacement for it. Each month, we are encouraged to memorize a section of Scripture as a part of our efforts to make God's Word a part of our daily walk and a part of our core mental fabric. We will use this memory verse as a part of each episode's content. The second link in the podcast notes provides you with tips for helping you establish your daily quiet time and other reference material to supplement your daily readings. Occasionally, we will take time after the daily read to explore the resources available in this link, so you're aware of some of the resources that are available to you as you learn more about how God loves you and wants to be a part of your life.